the podcast you are about to hear contains tales of murder, mayhem, news, and nonsense. Welcome back, all of our loyal listeners. This is episode number Onse. Onse, Onse, Onse. 11. Or 11. Uh, as always, before Kate interrupts me, I'm James, the host with the most. Just had a New Year's toast. No, huh? Well, oh my god! (laughs) Joined by my frightened wife, Kate. I just got accosted by pickles. Like he just like mauls my chair and is now mauling my pretzels. I just wanted to be able to have a snack, you guys. Like, why are you such a terror? That's loud. Well, I, you know. Yeah, so uh, joined as always by my beautiful and caring, animal loving, <laughs> snack eating wife, Kate. Snack eating is the most. Can you hear? It's like a jungle gym in here right now. I do. We've got like Christmas boxes everywhere in, in James's office, which is where we record. Um, and he is just loving life and is just pouncing from box to box, um, jumping up on my chair, scaling the back of it, using my arm. It's almost like it's not picking up your voice. Okay, well... Because you're not talking anywhere near the microphone. Like, this is... Do I not have the right thing on? What is happening with your what microphone? What happens if I do this? I'm not sure what's going on here. Maybe it's not my fault. Hello? Even that seems really low. What did I do? Oh, my God. I don't know. Just keep recording. Okay. We'll figure it out. Well, I... I mean, I could pause it, I suppose. I suppose. All right, I'll pause it. Hold on. Okay, so minor intermission, but I think we fixed it. Yeah, James didn't have me plugged in. Huh. Didn't have her turned on today. <laughs> <laughs> eh, she loves me. I do. I do. I love you, Fice. Yeah, so Cat Jungle Gym's happening in the office, so if you hear background noise, uh, yeah. That's what it is. Or if I scream bloody murder, it's because his tiny little claws are in my arm. Or it could be that she's going to tell you a really scary story today. Oh! About? 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 I say that Canadian. You did. Uh, Internet man, international mystery. (laughs) One word. What's it about tonight? So I've actually got um, a a fun little change up for you. Should I tell them what today's date is? Because I feel like I should lead the show with that. Yeah, you should because... Today is January 2nd, 2023. And for the record, that was the first time I've had to say a date out loud this year. Because I'll usually jack it up, and I didn't. Welcome to 2023, people. I'm so proud of you. Huzzah. Huzzah! Okay, so I have a little bit of a change up today. Um, Pickle doesn't like that. Come here, sad cat. Keep going, I'm listening. Moment moment while he picks up the cat who is just meowing to be coddled. Okay, um, so I, I, you know, towards the end of the year, they do all these like countdowns and stuff. So I was feeling like I wanted to have a little bit of a countdown. But then I was like, well, we haven't really had enough episodes to do a countdown. We could do our top 10 episodes. Because we only have the 10. <laughs> we could rank them for the people. Is he going to be a jerk the whole episode? I didn't let him in here. You let him in here. Because he was scratching at the door. So I guess we're not doing a top ten, huh? No, we're not doing a top ten. What Can I've I got... just interject and say that my favorite episode is episode ten? Motherfucker. 
That's the cat's middle name. Mr. Motherfucker Pickles. He's getting into James's snacks. Like Mr. was his first name. Okay, hold on one second (laughs) while we get the animals out. Oh my goodness. I'm going to pause again. All right, episode 11, take three, right? (laughs) We're having some some difficulties today, but I really feel like we're going to be able to carry on now. I left you with the teaser about our top 10 episodes, but it's a trick. We only have 10 episodes. Yeah. So So we're not doing that. No. Kate, shut that one down. But I was thinking it might be fun to do some like a micro list, like stories that I had been looking at, but are not quite large enough to have episodes of their own, but still things that I want to tell you and get your reaction to. So it's it's a Ooh, it's I kinda like that. Like a list of, of It's like the lightning round. Yeah. Like micro crimes. Well no, they're still major crimes. Like let me rephrase that. Micro stories. My, I don't know. You know what I'm Just trying to say. Just call it the lightning round. I already okay. named it. Lightning round. Yeah. Okay. Ready go. Okay. So is this is gonna operate? Nice. What? I'm gonna put a sound effect in here. Of like lightning. Ready, go. I'm not gonna I'm do doing that. a slow I'm blink at you right now because <laughs> Okay, anyway, so I'm first going to tell you the story of Christopher Knight. Okay. Okay. So Christopher... K Knight and Knight. What? Okay, Knight. But I don't know. Is Knight spelled with a K? Like chivalrous man? I, or is I it heard, like I heard M, opposite of day? I heard M Knight, which oh, like Shyamalan. as in Shyamalan. And, I was, and then you were like K Knight and I was very confused. But anyway, here we go. Christopher... Knight. Christopher Knight. Um, he survived alone in the woods of Maine for over 27 years. Like, just by himself. I wouldn't say so- survived. It sounds like he thrived. He really did. He really did. So, he was 19 years old, um, and he just walked off into the woods in, of Maine and was like, peace out. I don't want none of y'all. And he thrived in the woods of Maine uh, by himself for that entire period, and he was able to survive by himself because he was just stealing things from homes. So, I mean, hunter-gatherer. Yeah, exactly. He opted for the gathering part. Yeah, he was he was arrested in 2013 um, after a resident who had been, like, noticing things going missing at his camp um, set up a series of alarms and cameras um, and caught night breaking into the homes. So he had been breaking into houses um, and camps in Maine, stealing only high-end camping equipment because, you know, he's a little picky. And uh, he was like, if I'm going to survive alone in the woods without a home, I've got to have the high-end stuff. I can't have He's going to have the no... North Face stuff, not the Kirklands. Yeah, he's not, he's not going... I mean, it gets pretty cold in Maine. So I, mean, I know, right? And you he, wouldn't like... want to cheap out on the jacket. Yeah, for real. So he would steal camping equipment, food, um, and candy. He really liked to which really just made me laugh. Um, he really liked to take candy from people's Probably houses. Probably because he was just foraging on nuts and berries. Right? Yeah, no, like he would just break Shoot in and bark. be like, oh, you've got four steaks. I'm going to take one of them. Now you got three steaks. I mean, at least he didn't take all of them. Yeah. Seems like a gentleman. Yeah. He was... He it goes was... back to that K-Night part. He's chivalrous. <laughs> exactly. Chivalrous. Great word. <laughs> until until we find out what he actually did for the crime and I'm going to be 100%. No, that was it. Oh, that he, was it? He was, a, he was arrested oh. for breaking into people's homes and stealing candy. <laughs> He's a candy thief, huh? He's a candy thief. I mean, obviously he was stealing like... So he was basically Yogi Bear. Yeah. 
Hey, boo boo. We're gonna dig another picnic basket. <laughs> it's just robbing people's dinner. Yeah, for I sure. I love that he didn't take all of it. Yeah. He just like was just like, oh, and then it was like, oh, you've got ground beef. No, no, I don't want that. I want the steak. I'm gonna take the steak. Like he was picky. Like he didn't steal everything. He just Well, because he probably stuck. didn't have like, you know, he didn't want to try to make a patty, he probably didn't have like a grill. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do with just a chunk of raw meat? Like a steak you can cook like on a hot stone or something, I would imagine, or skewer it over a fire. You're not gonna skewer I guess you could skewer ground beef like the well, yeah, I mean, if you make, like, like the, meatballs and like then, the like... the Mediterranean style, you know, they have that meat... Oh, yeah, like kebabs? Yeah. What are those things called where they're, like, it's, like, kibbe? they form kibbe? the thing around the stick? I think it's kibby. I think you just made that up. I don't no, think that's a real sure thing. No, I'm pretty sure it's in. I don't think that's a real thing. Oh, hold on a second. All right. What do you even search for that? Come on, Bing. Do your thing. Ground <laughs> meat on a stick. <laughs> Shows up. Nailed it. What is it called? Um, Bet it's not it. a kibby. It says show meat sticks. Like what? I'm not. Excuse me. Shop meat sticks. <laughs> Pardon you, dangerous. Amazon. Kofta, lamb kofta is meat on a stick. Okay. What is kibby? What is that? That's another thing. I know you totally made that up. No. K i b b e h. Ground meat. It's just not on a stick. It's like put together like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, it's like not a, like a falafel. Stick. It's like a falafel, but with meat. Okay. I'm not mad about that. Or with bulgur. Bulgur. Anyways. So, uh, <laughs> Yogi Bear was out here for yeah. 27 years stealing picnic baskets? Yeah, exactly. So, he he was That's actually, he was found not to have any sort of psychological issues, but he had developed a touch of a drinking problem because you're alone in the woods of Maine for 27 years. So stealing booze and candy from the campers? Yeah, exactly. Um, so he was able to cut a deal to avoid jail time, even though he had committed a series of, of burglaries. Um, and he entered a substance abuse program. Um, but yeah, he it was 27 years that he lived alone in the woods for. Isn't that's kind of wild. Yeah, I guess that's not a full episode, but I like it. Yeah, I just thought, like, well, what really got me was one. that he was stealing candy, and you know my affinity for candy. So, so. lightning round number one was about Michael Knight? Christopher Knight. Oh. My God, it was like two seconds long, and you still do can't you know, remember you know, the guy's you know name? Who Michael Knight is? No. This guy from Knight Rider, it's David Hasselhoff. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, dun, I, you, dun, dun, you got, you, you, oh. you missed out on that one. I, I don't know. That's right, it took I my don't shots. Think, I've never seen that. Thank you, Michael. Okay, well, thank you, Michael. Also, thank you, Christopher. All right. Christopher Knight, not Michael Knight. Not but also, anywhere near as cool as having a talking car. It's, it's, so it's kind of like you, you just, you know, parlayed us into the next one here because the next case is the Liquid Matthew murder. The what? Liquid Matthew murder. Liquid Matthew? Murder. But like Liquid Matthew's a thing? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Lightning round number two. <laughs> Oh my god, you better not put any sort of sound effect in. What? Why not? It's just weird. Like a lightning strike? I bet you I could find one while you're oh talking. Go god. ahead. Oh god, here he goes. We gotta get you like a soundboard so you don't need to, because nobody wants to hear your keyboard clicking. Wow. Sick burn. Okay, anyway, so Liquid Matthew. Uh, in 1983, two joggers came upon a body that had been beaten and strangled. Okay. Near the body was uh, it was actually there was a note left in a little sandwich baggie, um, and it was taped to a no dumping sign, which ironic. Um, and the note said, "Once you are back on the track, you'll travel in night, 
So prepare your old self for a terrible fright. Okay, now the motive is clear and the victim too. You've got all the answers. Just follow the clues. Oh my God. All right. No? Yeah, no, you, you go right one. ahead. Oh boy. So they were out there at night and what happened? Did you even hear the, the what I told you? I didn't hear any of it. I was looking for lightning strikes. Okay, so here, let's catch up. I'm done playing them. I'm sorry. Are you liquid? Are you for liquid real? Matthew murder. Are you for sure? Lightning round number two. You heard the lightning hit. <sighs> okay, so catch up real quick. There's joggers. They come upon a body. It's been beaten. It's been strangled. strangled. There's a note taped to a, a no dumping sign. It's in a sandwich bag, and it says, "Once you are back on the track, you'll travel in night." So prepare your old self for a terrible fright. Now the motive is clear and the victim too. You've got all the answers. Just follow the clues. Okay. Okay. So lead detective, he's a no-nonsense kind of guy. He's got no patience for the shenanigans of puzzles and is like, I'm just going to do the detective work. Gives the note to a a rookie and is like, you like puzzles. See if you can figure this out. Um, You know. This guy was apparently known in the precinct for loving a good brain teaser. Okay. Anyway. So within the first hour, Rookie comes back and is like, I solved it. I know know where to go. I know where to go. So they load up a bunch of cops. They head over to the location that this Rookie cop has identified. And his idea is actually spot on. It's confirmed. Um, They get there and there is a, uh, like a speed limit sign. And there's another sandwich bag. And to the, in the side of the sandwich bag is another note. And this one says, yes, Matthew is dead, but his body is not felt. Those brains were not Matt's because his body did not melt. For Billy threw Matt in some hot boiling oil to confuse the police for the mystery they did not toil. Here is where Billy dumped oil from the drum and poured liquid Matthew every drop till it's done. Now Bill, it is said, never winced at this once, but pleasurely filled the canal with this dunce. What? Yeah. So then the police are like, okay, to the canal we go. So they run to the canal, right? Because This I, is a real story? I swear to God, this is a real story. Okay. And they find an oil slick on the canal. Um, and there is like a bone by the edge of the water. And so they sent the bone off for testing. Um, and... Then they kind of like were a little stuck. Like, okay, so there's no other no. Like, we don't really know what to do next. There's, you know, waiting for the test to come back on this bone, right? And so um, they decide, hey, let's actually put these riddles into the newspaper and see if like the writing is familiar to anybody or see if they can get anything off of that, right? And so sure enough, they they put it in uh, the Miami Herald and uh, the writer strolls right into the police station. And he's like, you got me? I'm the guy that wrote him. What? But come to find out, this guy is a local youth pastor who had set up a murder mystery game for his... Youth flock. group flock, thank you. Um, I don't know if and the word, but whatever. it had it was for a Halloween thing that they did every year. He set up a murder mystery game for them, um, but it had been pouring rain, and so they weren't able to go out and do 
the murder mystery and nobody had gone out to pick up the clues because it was raining. And so somebody just got murdered right next to it? Yeah. So turns out um, that the notes had nothing to do with the real murder. Uh, the bone was tested and it was you know, found to be human. Um, but it was, and it was actually related to the original body as well. Both people had been involved in drug gang related activity and it was a shipment coming in gone bad and a shootout ensued and one guy got tossed in the canal and they were able to recover the rest of his like, you know, body he needed to be killed by multiple gunshot wounds. And then um, the other one had been beaten during the- Holy spot. shit. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Like, that's really wild. Right? Imagine being that pastor getting called in, like, seeing your stuff in the paper yeah. and being like... Which also, what? though, because, like, I read those notes and I was like, bro, you a youth pastor? Like, what? Like, what are you talking about boiling people in hot oil and shit? Like... I mean, if you've read the Old Testament, you would know. I mean, fire and brimstone, baby. That's it. Fire and brimstone. Anyway, so, um... Yes. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. So it was just a regular murder, whether they already knew about it. But. Yeah. So yeah, drug gang activity. I mean, once once the bone came back and they were able to kind of solve it from there, but it wasn't nearly as, you know, theatrical as the notes had originally led them to believe. I could see how that'd be a little bit of a letdown though. But that cop was probably like, oh, nice. And he was like, oh, no. Yeah. And the other old cop was probably like, dumbass. <laughs> Right. That rookie never lived that down. No. But I mean, the fact that they like he was able to like solve the clue from the murder mystery game and take him to the right spot. Everybody was like, holy shit. And then they made it to the canal and then there was a bone. They were like, oh, my God. And That's then it had crazy. nothing to do with anything. I mean, I guess kudos to him for solving it, but it was for children. Yeah. Like, ooh, you won Candyland. But, like, he didn't get, like, the beginning note, so, like. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, still, that that's crazy, though. Yeah. Is it wild. time for round three? Yes, go ahead. I don't even know if that's going to get picked up by the microphone. I mean, I really... It's mostly for me at this point. Yeah, yeah. It's, it it, it is 100% for you because I can tell you it's not for me. <laughs> Whatever. If we're going to okay. be critiquing people. You're really loud tonight. I'm going to have to you know, turn you, your microphone down. Because you not only moved it closer, but then you got louder too. Like you doubled it. Well, you know what? Sometimes I'm really quiet and sometimes See, like I that? Really like that. looking at the lines on the audio here? Yeah. Be a little bit louder? Get louder. <laughs> too loud. See, that's what I mean. Too far. I don't know, James. I don't know where the Somewhere line in the is. Middle. I mean, I'll adjust it electronically. I can either whisper or I can yell. There is no in between. You're getting louder and shriller. I am not shrill. Yeah. Not it's like shrill. a remake of that Michael Jackson song. What? The lightning was playing. In, I don't know. Anyways, round three before James gets KO'd. Yeah. What do we get next in the lightning round? freaking real. The death of Sarah Talbert. Let's move on. Oof. Got death stare. Okay. Sarah, Sarah Talbert? Talbert. Talbert. Okay. So, Calvin Jones, age 33, and Sarah Talbert, age 23, were uh, visiting the... J I'm sorry. Whoa. <laughs> Brain, mush, mash. Okay. So, anyways, here, Let me here at Tidings and Transgressions, <laughs> this is round three of the lightning round as we start off the year 2023. I'm trying to buy you some time to collect your thoughts, babe. I shouldn't get a sigh. I should get a thank you. <laughs> thank you, my dearest husband. I mean... I'm over here just riffing off the cuff trying to help you out because you got flustered. No, my brain just like stopped for a second. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, you know, for the people at home, I'm just saying flustered. Okay. 
Yeah, right. her brain quit. Well, I'm not flustered anymore. Let's continue. Hey, so tell us about round three. Sarah Talbert, Calvin Jones. That's right. Somebody else, 33 and 23 years old. Yes, they were visiting Calvin's family um, and they stay, stay in a, mo- a motel in Maine, right? So there okay. they are. Was was this, the second one was in Florida, though, right? Yeah. I'm just making sure these aren't all people from Maine. No, no. Yeah. Because like weird crimes. So in these Maine people are actually from Philadelphia. They were just visiting family in Maine. Don't worry, it goes all over the place. We, okay. don't, we don't stay in Maine for long. Just checking. Thank you. Okay. So um, they start having an argument at the motel. Um, it's kind of, you know, getting a little heated um, and they're creating a disturbance. So they get in the car um, and, you know, start going about their business. Well, it doesn't de-escalate the situation at all. Um, the argument continues, continues, you know, just ratcheting it up. Um, and Calvin grabs a rubber hose uh, that was in the car, which like, why do you have a hose in your car? But okay. Um, and beat Sarah with it. <laughs> what? Yeah. Takes the hose, beats her about the head. Um, then he's he's like, he's just driving, right? She, they stop arguing. He drives. Wait, so, then, so he just takes the rubber hose, beats her about the head, then they get in the car and drive off? No, I mean, they were in the car when he beat her with the hose. Okay. They were, so, okay. Somehow arguing, that still doesn't make sense to me. Arguing in the motel, creating too much noise. They get a, a noise complaint. They get in the car so that they're not having like the paper thin walls of a motel. Mm-hmm. And they're arguing there. Calvin gets she so says, angry she says one too many things in the car and he reaches in the and back he reaches seat in the back and he grabs, seat, a, grabs rubber a rubber hose. hose beats her about the head okay okay and now Ofta could do what they were doing and so he he starts driving okay she's I'm, not I'm doing anything he starts driving but then he realized she's not doing anything because she's dead oh shit yeah so wow i did not see that coming I mean, I, I started with the death of Sarah Talbert. Well, but I didn't think it was going to be a death by rubber hose beating. Yeah. Well, just wait. So he realizes that she's dre- dead. She, you know, he you know keeps driving for a little bit, makes it all the way to Newark, New Jersey from Maine. Keeps driving a little bit? That's like eight hours. Right? I know. So then he drives to police station, Newark, New Jersey, um, and goes inside and confesses. Like... I killed her. I thought she was just sleeping. Yeah. I straight up killed her. She's in the car. Police go. Find Sarah dead in the car. There's a blood-soaked hose. Confirm the story. Sarah sent for an autopsy. Uh, Calvin's arrested. Okay. So, Calvin actually already had a criminal record. So, like, he's expecting, like, max sentence here. Um, and Yeah. Because he had actually poisoned his ex-wife. So, like... What? Yeah. And they let that guy walk the streets? Yeah. So, um, between the confession, the bloody murder weapon, and his prior criminal history, they're like, this is open and shut. We'll just knock this right out. So, uh, doesn't turn out that way. Autopsy comes back and is like, um, Sarah died of natural causes. And everyone's like... What kind of natural causes getting beat about the head with a rubber rose? A rubber, sickle rubber rose, cell rubber hose? anemia. She had sickle cell anemia? She had sickle cell anemia. And two Emmys confirm that if he had not beaten her with a hose, she likely would have died the next day. So he got off? So he gets off. Because she be- it ended up that her actual cause of death was not the beating from the hose. It was her sickle cell anemia that Holy killed her. Holy shit. So he gets away with assault and battery. 
Wow. Yeah. He pleads guilty and does time for the aggravated assault and battery. Huh. Yeah. Okay, yeah, not a full episode, but that's a crazy story. Yeah, I know. These are all stories that I've come across, and I'm like, I wish that I had more detail to give, but, like, there's just not. So those are the actual true crime ones, but I also have one more little mini thing for you. And this actually came from a listener who was like, I purely just want to hear James's reaction to this story. So let me know when you're ready if you need to do your noise again. No, I won't do it. It bothers you. It doesn't bother me. It, it brings you joy. I can rewind. Everyone at home has heard how much it bothers you. It brings you joy. I want to see the joy. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I have a... Oh, do I have a lightning sound ready? It said it's elaborate thunder. I feel like that's not what I want, though. Yeah, that's like, that's calming rain, I would say. I wouldn't say that that's... Bullshit is what it is. That was bullshit. You want to try again? No, now I just feel let down. Okay. All right, you ready for this one? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> round four, lightning round. Go. I should have known it was coming. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Um... This is the dolphin experiment. Okay. So bear with me. This is not true crime. Anybody the dolphin who, experiment? Yeah. So anybody. This isn't like the dolphin off Urban Dictionary, is it? I don't know what that oh, is. Oh, never mind. Just I'm kidding. I'm really concerned. No, don't look that up. Okay. I'm not going to. I wasn't planning on it. Um, but also like, so anybody who doesn't want to hear a story involving animals, um, I would just kind of like fast forward now. I can't. I don't have that choice. Um, yeah, you don't Fast have Fast forward. Choice. So here we go. Okay, Margaret Howe, love it, was uh, 20 years old and she was living on the island of St. Thomas. Um, she Animal That's lover. U.S. Virgin Islands? Yes. Just for everybody at home? Okay. Okay. I'm trying to contribute when I can today. I, I appreciate that. You, My I, sound effects. You know you're hopping in. Are I love amazing it. tonight. I always love your feedback. And that, right. was, that was literally. Margaret Howell Thomas. No. Oh my God. You are so. <laughs> What's her name? Margaret Howe. Love it. That was pretty close. Yeah. Okay. She was living on the island of St. Thomas. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. So her, a family member tells her, you know, there's actually a secret lab here um, on the island. Um, and so, you know, her being the curious lady that she was, uh, she sets out to go and find this lab. So she you know, travels to the end of the island where the lab is said to be. And outside, um, she sees a man um, with, you know, smoking a cigarette. His name is Gregory Bateson. I'm going to go with Bateson. Um, And he was like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I heard there's a lab and you work with animals and I wanted to see what you were doing. Um, And he was just kind of like impressed by her boldness and was like, all right, come on in. And so he brings her inside. And okay, I'm, I'm with you still. So he is working on um, experiments with dolphins. And so he is working to train them to do different things. And she's just kind of observing and, you know, whatnot. And she keeps going back every day. And he, you know, he lets her come in and is just kind of, he's impressed by her observation skills. And one day she comes in and she notices that the dolphins are kind of like, I'm going to say speaking to each other, but not obviously speaking to each other, they're making their little, squeak little dolphin noises, noises, but they're making their dolphin noises in the tone of the two actual researchers that research with them. So like one was doing like the lower voice of Dr. 
Bateson. And the other was the higher voice of the other one. So she's like, hey, you guys know that they're doing this, right? And so like they had heard the noises, but hadn't really put it together that they were like mimicking. And so they became fascinated with the idea that they could teach the dolphins to actually speak English. Okay. So um, they go ahead and um, she proposes this idea like, let's see if we can actually do this. Who and proposes so, the idea? So uh, the Margaret scientists? does. Okay. Margaret does, yeah. And so the uh, Gregory's like, yeah, let's, let's see if we can try this. So not wanting to work there was three dolphins there um and not wanting to work with the two older females um because they had already had some like uh speaking training that they had been doing not like speaking english but some other stuff and she didn't want that to impact she started working with the younger male dolphin um to see if she could teach him um to speak english and so she's working with him one-on-one and um, she's, you know, only getting a couple hours a day with him. So she goes back to Gregory and convinces him to turn part of the lab into like this dolphinarium where it's like there is an area where she can live and it, there's like a couple, like a foot of water, like, and she can, you know, there's obviously air for her to breathe and the dolphin can be there and they can be together 24 seven, right? Wait. Okay, so she's just some rando. She's some rando. She has absolutely no scientific training whatsoever. And just starts showing up. Yep. And. Yep. Bateman. Bateson. Bateson. Yep. Is like, yeah, sure. Come on in. She makes a scientific breakthrough of it sounds like they're people. Yep. Like they're mocking you. The dolphins are trolling you. Yeah. And now she's like, oh, I'm going to live with the dolphin 24-7? Yeah. Okay. And so they proceed to prep an area for her to live with and the dolphin. And they approve this. Yes, absolutely. Um, this is, okay. Also, just FYI, NASA is involved with the funding of this experiment. Just, so this is just our tax NASA. dollars at work. Yeah. Random vacation hoe sleeping with the dolphins. Um, And let's take that up a notch. Sleeping with the dolphins in multiple ways. Wait, what? Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, um, this was a younger male dolphin and he um, had some stuff that he needed. And so he would just go to her and use her for that purpose because it was too, quote, disruptive to move him downstairs so that he could interact with the female dolphins. She was fucking a dolphin? (laughs) Um, she would allow him to rub up against her leg. So she was dry humping a dolphin? Correct. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Maybe um, it's like wet humping because it's not, they're in the water. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Um. What? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, my brain's catching up to the story right now and it's like, wait. Take a moment. Take a moment. She's like, oh, I need to be with, her, with him all the time. And she's like, Yeah. And so she was like, she was saying that it just, it was like, because at first when he would do that, she'd be like, okay, he's got to go down. And so they would like load him into this harness and then (laughs) they would put him in this harness and they would bring him down so that he could spend time with the two female dolphins downstairs and then put him back in the harness and bring him upstairs so that where the, the, their living space was. She was like, no interruptions for this, for anything. Yeah. And so she's like, she's done, she did like a bunch of interviews and stuff about it. And she was like, it wasn't like sexual on my part you know like he had a need and he would rub up against me it didn't hurt you know he just he did what he needed to do and we moved on 
what the what no <laughs> yeah no like absolutely no so there was actually like a whole like hustler article about it that it was like it just went like wild she wasn't even a scientist no no okay so let's continue on with the story so the, oh, there's more? Yeah. Yeah, actually, it gets really The sad. dolphin finally learned to speak and was like, uh, you're a hoe. No. It, so just be prepared. Uh, hey, baby, I got to go. <laughs> Something came up. So they're, so meanwhile, the, the female dolphins are downstairs and they're doing these. It's not confirmed, yes or no, but they were doing experiments involving LSD in the dolphins um, and, you know, whatever. So the upstairs experiments not producing a whole lot of results. I mean, it's producing some something. Downstairs is not producing Cloudy a whole lot water. of results. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so they, when they, they aren't having any successes, their funding actually ran out um, and the dolphins were shipped to different labs um, and the male dolphin was shipped to a smaller lab in Florida. I mean, it sounds like the dolphins won. The the guys upstairs getting off and the girls are downstairs doing acid. (laughs) Like, what? Sounds like a party in the 70s. I feel like you're going to be so sad when I tell you this next part. Do all the dolphins die? So, the male male dolphin committed suicide. What? So, dolphins' um, ability... They mate for life? Well, yeah. But their, their ability to breathe is not like unconscious like ours is like it's not like a conscious effort that we have to breathe in oxygen um dolphins they have to like consciously make the effort to breathe and so he took a breath and then sank to the bottom of the tank and refused to take another breath oh wow isn't that really sad dolphin suicide yeah like what that's over, that's over it. Some... That's the story. That is so weird, right? Like, first of all, dolphin. There's other fish in the sea. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> he put him in a small tank by himself. He was like, "What? No more hand jobs? This is bullshit." Well, yeah. I mean, he's like he had like become very attached to this woman, and I mean, all clearly, of a sudden he shipped away and to a smaller di- area a where he doesn't have twenty four seven interaction with a human. Yeah, because that's what he missed. Yeah, it was. I'm sure. Sometimes, like, no, she's got a great personality. She's sometimes a doctor. Sometimes it's, it's not about the physical side of it. Sometimes If it wasn't, then he wouldn't have stopped rubbing it against her. Some, you know, I, I don't know, Jane. I, I don't, don't know either anything way. I'm about just saying, dolphins. That's bizarre. Yeah. Well, thank you to whoever, whichever listener on their own was reading about dolphins dry humping <laughs> random tourists. Because she's not even a scientist. <laughs> she wasn't. She lived on the island. It wasn't. She wasn't a tourist. It wasn't like she was like oh. on vacation and showed up. She okay. lived there. The dolphin dry humping a St. Thomas resident. <laughs> Still not a scientist. Still no background no. in it. No. She was like, I'll just use the skills I have. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Gross. So yeah, that is That's pretty the, solid lightning the round. Solid uh, story of the NASA sponsored acid sex experiments (laughs) so that is all that's all i've got okay um what'd you think of the minisodes i liked it i liked lightning round i think it was good yeah but i'll I'll have to build up a couple more when i'm doing my research of like the half stories that yeah once you come across it's like you're not a full episode you're just tucking away yeah for another lightning round if you like the lightning round send us an email 
for sure. Tidings and transgressions at gmail.com. Correct. All right. What's you got for me news wise? News wise. Again, I think it is January 2nd. 2023. 2023. There you go. Um, I think the slow on news only because I, I always feel like I'm bringing bad news. Oh. So I just picked a couple. Okay. Highlights or lowlights, I guess. Depending on how you look at it. <laughs> um, the ones that I felt were important. Southwest Airlines. Oh my God. Like what? 70% happened? of their flights canceled. If you were traveling for the holidays and you made it home, congratulations. Yeah. But there was a shit ton of flights canceled. It was probably a nightmare. I'm so glad we didn't travel this year. Yeah. We were actually supposed to be skiing the week between Christmas and New Year's. And thank goodness we didn't do that because there yeah. was no way we would have made it home. No, we'd have been stuck somewhere having to rebook flights. And so if you did go through that, like, I'm sorry. Like, that's awful. You shouldn't have to do that. I do. I know someone who ended up, they, they were told that the flight would have been like four days after their original flight, but they were able to get a rental car instead that was like only two days out instead of four days out. And so they drove um, back from New Orleans. No, was it New Orleans? I think it was New Orleans. I wouldn't wait four days. You could hitchhike here four days from New Orleans. That's, I just was like, that's so wild. Like, and, and you were telling me a little bit about the fact that it wasn't, like so the weather, what, the weather what, what's the weather? It, but... The weather started it and it spiraled from my understanding, from what I was able to gather from news sources and friends. Yeah. Um, that when the weather happened up in like the Northeast, right? And everything got grounded. Mm-hmm. There, there were so many flights grounded at once that the software that manages like the staffing. Yeah. Because they've got FCC or not FCC. Uh, FAA. FAA. Thank you. Yeah. I got you. Requirements on, you know, how much time they can travel, rest time, time yeah. between flights, all that. Yeah, all that it's, it's a big so logistical. It's, so it's all managed by a software. Yeah. And it's able to tell you like, okay, well, if Bob made this flight, then Bob needs two days off and he can take these flights and these flights, right? Yeah. And so they kind of build the staffing. From there. Into the flights through the software. But where so many flights got delayed and canceled and so many stuff got moved around. Reshuffle. The software crashed is what I was. Oh, my like, God. Basically, like the software was just like. No, sorry, I don't girl. know. I don't know. Don't you know it's Can't, the holidays? I cancel need a break. everything. We don't have the people. I don't know. Cancel it. It's just like, hit, like, <laughs> cancel it. Cancel it. Yeah. And wow. so like because even when they had staff, staff wasn't in the right airports because the flights oh, got delayed God. because they didn't make connections. And so it was like this giant Hot clusterfuck so, of like these chain reaction of events yeah. that then couldn't get fixed stopped because it just kept spiraling because now planes are places but they don't have the right staff because the staff there already had flown so they couldn't fly again yeah so then it was delayed again and so they moved the other staff to a different like it just is a fucking mess over and over and over again 70 percent of their flights got canceled that's crazy i do wonder though like what software do they use that the other airlines don't use or you know what i mean like because not every airline had that big of a logistical nightmare. I mean, everybody suffered through the weather piece of it at the beginning, but I'm just, and, and and don't get me wrong, like I love me some Southwest. They are always who I fly, but like maybe you need to reevaluate your software. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's not, I mean, that's obviously not confirmed anywhere. I don't think I've seen a news article on it, yeah. but that was what I'd heard from someone. someone one of my sources. Ooh, sources. sources. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if that's the case, like, Come on, Southwest, fix it. Yeah. But the the best part of it for me, though, not the best part because it's obviously terrible. But like, yeah, the Department of Transportation. So, oh my God, the really, secretary, bro? Secretary of Transportation, 
wrote like a letter to the CEO of Southwest and published it like, here's your government help stepping in to help out. And we're going to get to the bottom of this. Like, bro, you got nothing else to do right now? Well, and didn't like... Because Southwest was... Listen, my, my thing is if Southwest was telling people like, well, plane's oh, not leaving. Oh, sorry, you're, you're too bad. you get fucked. Yeah. Right? Like, okay, step in because that that's not how you... Like, this is America. You can't treat consumers like that. Yeah. But they were... From my understanding, they were offering replacement flights on other airlines yeah. or hotels they or were car doing vouchers. The right? They were doing everything yeah. they could to... Pardon me. They couldn't fix the problems. So they were trying to provide as much solutions as they could to help ease people's yeah. travel and whatnot. And so then he, the guy steps in and he's like, well, you need to make it, sure it you're... And it was like, dude, like, they're already doing it. Like, like just, oh, look at me. I'm doing a thing. And it's like, no, bro. He was already doing the thing. Like, you you just are now... Like, you're the weird guy who hovers on the outside of the conversation being like... And then just jumps in when the conversation is ending. Like, you just wanted to be involved. Like, yeah. no. no. It, just, it made me laugh, though. It, was, it wasn't like... It couldn't direct... There was no directive to it. Yeah. Like they can't mandate them to do well, anything, yeah. There is because it wasn't like a regulate a, something that was regulated. Yeah. So he just like wrote a letter, like, "Dear Southwest CEO, this is me, Pete. <laughs> it's me, Pete. You know, like, hey, please, please, you need to be taking care of the people." And it's like the guy was cool, the guy. Cool, they were already, cool, they were already cool. doing their best, right? Because like, I and I'm I'm biased because I can't stand United Airlines. Yeah. Like everyone, whenever they was like. Throwing people off the planes and like yeah. that guy, all that shit. I am 100% Southwest I'm a big customer girl. service person, that's all. And Southwest has always treated us right. Yeah. So, but like, I mean, they were already doing what they, what seemed like reasonable remediations yeah. for it. And it just made me laugh. That was all. <laughs> so if you did get stuck, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. But Pete, rep, or secretary? I guess he's secretary of transportation. Yeah. Good old Pete stepped in. Oh, yeah. Give him a stern talking to. Oh my God. Via a letter. Pete, do something different. Spend your time. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, I guess A for effort, but it just made me laugh because it's like no, he doesn't. Even, he gets a if, B for effort because like if they what? weren't already doing something, sure, publicly shame them, but yeah. they already were. Right? Yeah, like, just yeah, he's already dead. Stop beating him. Um, <laughs> Segway. Okay. Barbara Walters died. <gasps> Barbara. Right. Yeah. One of America's all-time greatest journalists. She really was was kind of a cool. A cool figure, right? Like, well, I mean, she was well, doing things for really women. Great is that, yeah. One, did, how she handled herself as a journalist, but two, yeah. like, she was like one of the very first and most prominent female news anchors yeah. to, and she reached a level that had never been seen prior to her. Yeah, like, like she she conducted like a lot of really great interviews with like really important people, mm-hmm. and so like I think that's a loss for everyone. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I have no like anecdotes about Barbara Walters, but she seemed like a really nice person. She yeah. might have been like a mega bitch. Imagine if that was. I would be so oh, disappointed. Oh, God, right? That's always one of those things. Like, you know, you never, you, you see, you you only get what they show you. So you never really know. But I mean, again, what she did for kind of breaking the barrier for female journalism, like mad props. Yeah, she was great. Um, speaking of, and I didn't even have this on my news, but I'm just going to bring it up anyway. Okay. So like when you're like, I was like, oh, maybe she's secretly a mega bitch. Did you see all the stuff about Ellen? Well, oh, is there something new? Because like I know well, that no, like I just, I just, okay, just like just okay, yeah. That that story is wild because she way. does. She comes across as like this person, like person of the people, like super friendly, super nice, and apparently heinous, heinous yeah. individual. Like see you next Tuesday, kind of mean. Yeah. Ooh, snap. Right? Is that okay to say? I don't know. I don't know. If I mean, you, we're marked as explicit. Out, yeah. yeah. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but yeah, I think Barbara Walters will be missed. I think she was awesome. Yeah. Just as a personal, on a personal level, like she was great. Yeah. Um, and then 
I had some other news, but like I don't know. Maybe I'm just gonna leave it on Barbara Walters. I think because I think Barbara okay. Walters was great. I mean, all she right. interviewed Bernie Madoff, Monica Lewinsky, Bill Gates, Hugo Chavez, like all sorts of really, really interesting, influential people, like throughout history. Like she was just awesome, 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 yeah. awesome, awesome. So she's gonna be missed. Yeah. Um, but you know, New Year, 2023 just started. 2023. So I, I think we got to be positive in 2023. Positive oh, outlook. Yeah. Because, damn it, I, I'm trying to find good news, and sometimes it's just tough. Right? Everything like ends it. with bad news. What's that? But I said I felt like I'm leaving with bad news. I don't no, want to. I mean, with bad I, news. but I, I think you're 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 celebrating a wonderful individual, which is good news. Yeah. So. She lived a very full life. She did, and it did amazing things. Yeah. So, uh, that's all I got for news, babe. Okay, I like it. Um. Yeah, this has been episode 11. Yep, first what? one of 2023. And obviously started off really well. Some technical difficulties, some animal <laughs> difficulties. I mean, we made it though. Some snacks. Here we are. Yeah, I mean, I brought pretzels Followed. in, but like there's not a good there's not a good snack you can eat while I you're recording. I have the pretzels just sitting in front of me because I don't want to chew them in the microphone. Okay, so you did discover those um, just shells or whatever. What oh, they're you, like they hollow pretzels. Yeah, totally I don't know what, they, pretzels, what they're called. But they're uh, amazing. But they're, they're like... It's the Salty best part of the pretzel without having to like chew through the rest of it to get back to the best part of the pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> that was the weirdest description, but I loved it. But do you know what I mean though? Because like know. you eat I the pretzel know. and like the first couple bites like, hmm, that's good. And then you get like pretzel in your mouth for a little bit and you're like, all right, all right. And then it's gone. Like you, you, know, you get to skip that part of it. Yeah. One of my favorite things to, to snack on are pretzel nuggets. Um, but I do find that sometimes I cut the roof of my mouth with pretzel nuggets because of, as you mentioned, the pretzel in the middle is very hard. Yeah, you got to chew it for a while. <laughs> you got to chew I don't know if there's a better way to describe it, but like... I don't know. I don't I, know. I do that. Sometimes I say stuff out loud and it sounded weird, but I'm like, I don't know how else I would have said that. But like, no, I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Purely because I've scratched the roof of my mouth with pretzels. So yeah, if, if you guys have any good snack recommendations, feel free to email us. <laughs> um... We like dots both pretzels. sweet and and salty. Yes, dots pretzels. Holy moly, those things are the bomb. Those are good. I These, love those. So basically, I'm gonna rewind again because I'm sorry, but like those are like you know like when you get like the peanut butter filled pretzels. Yeah. It's those with no filling. Yeah. It's just air in the middle. Yeah. Feels like, I, it feels like a like a low cal cheat. It's like oh how many did you eat like oh four. Well yeah, I wonder Nothing what the difference is between the peanut butter. No. Oh, oh my uh, god. Nutri- no, I meant like a regular pretzel, like <laughs> calorie wise. Oh, for the love of okay. me, James. Uh, yeah, we anyways, derailed. Episode 11, introduction introduction to our lightning round. Yeah. I might actually go back and put that sound effect in. I like it. I hope you do. I don't know. Well, you'll find out when you hear it. <laughs> By this point, it'll you've already been decided and you'll know. There you go. Um, but yeah, happy new year. Welcome to 2023. Glad to have everybody here with us. Yeah. Uh, TNT out. Bye.